How long can most people keep up with their New Year's resolutions? When I searched this, January 17th popped up. It was actually called Give Up Day, but I've seen January 13th being listed, and in generally the first two weeks of January. Either way, if you are finding yourself being part of this statistic, there's no shame whatsoever. Let's look at what happened, and let's look at what we can do about it. Welcome to the Shaped by Strength podcast. I'm your trainer and host, Anna. Resolutions, goals, lifestyle change. You can call it many things. Essentially, you want to make a change. Something that is important to you, something that you think would be an important improvement in your life. And if you're currently struggling to keep it going consistently, there's a couple ways to make sure that you gain clarity. And then you can go at it with renewed motivation, and then you are going to be able to keep on working for those goals this year. The last five days of 2022, I spent posting about resolutions and how to make sure that they are going to be motivating and they are going to be sustainable as well. If you haven't seen these or if you haven't crossed off some resolutions based on the tips I had, that actually might be the reason why you are having a hard time right now. Before we move on to revamping your resolutions, we want to clean up a little bit and cross off the ones that are not working for you. Now that we have two weeks of a trial run, we probably have some ideas about what the mistakes are in those goals and resolutions. The tips I shared in December target some of those frequent mistakes. So let's look at those. And you might find that some of them are going to be resonating with you. And once I've done that, I will share a few extra tips as well. So even if you've seen these posts, it's going to be worth your time staying today. First up, we are going to clean up any resolutions or goals that are based on external validation. So these are the goals that you set because you believe that if you achieve them, you would be gaining something from somebody else. You would be gaining their approval, their adoration, their respect, their likes on your pictures. And resolutions like this are hard to sustain because they do not come from your internal motivation. They are looking at gaining an external result and not really at your own reasons for going through this transformation. So when you're looking at your list of goals, you really want to make sure that you cross out any ones that are based on external validation. And if any of these are resonating you, I'm encouraging you to check out those five posts from December and read the captions. I give a little bit of a longer explanation for all of these on there. So you can go to Shape by Strengths Instagram or Facebook page right after this if you want to. The second type of resolutions that you want to clean off of your list is any resolution that is going to make you feel like you're not good enough until you reach it. And this is especially true for fitness goals, because we are conditioned to feel like we are worthless, we are lazy, we are horrible, until we have that exact look that is going to be what we call the after picture. And until you get there, until you get those results, you are encouraged to use your dissatisfaction in your appearance and your negative body image to motivate you. You are not supposed to accept yourself and love yourself as you are. You are supposed to focus on all of your flaws, 
all of the things that you don't like and use those to progress. This is just exhausting. If you're looking at making progress over three months, six months, or a year, do you really think you want to spend the entire time hating yourself? Do you really think that is sustainable? That is going to burn you out. And even if you get to your goal, you're probably not going to be able to enjoy it because you've been constantly at war with yourself the entire time on the way there. You're not used to being happy about where you are. You are going to constantly keep on seeing faults with yourself. So right now, if you still had any goals or resolutions for 2023 that bring up those feelings of not being good enough, that judgment about yourself, go ahead and delete all of those. The third category that we are going to delete is any resolutions that are based on expectations and pressure. This is a little bit different from external validation. This is not you thinking that they are going to love me and appreciate me and accept me when I get to this resolution. This is you knowing that somebody else is expecting you to do this in order for them to love you more, in order for them to be able to tell you, yeah, you did a good job. And you know, this can feel good if it's coming from healthy, loving people and the goals align with you and where you are in life. But in many cases, that's not how it plays out. A lot of times we end up writing resolutions because we are expecting somebody else to finally see our worth when we reach those goals. Reaching your goals should make you feel fulfilled and happy and not somebody else. If reaching this resolution would give somebody else more satisfaction than it gives to you, then it will have to go. You can think of these as people-pleasing resolutions. And it might be hard to distance yourself from the expectations of other people. But remember, those who love you will not be disappointed when you do what's right for you. Cleaning list item number four. We are going to take out any impressive resolutions and we are going to replace them with effective resolutions. Now, what is the difference? An impressive resolution, and I know a lot of people said these, is deciding that I'm going to run a marathon this year. I'm going to do the most this year. I'm going to read a book every week. I'm going to be this completely new person, and I'm going to do the absolute most. And the problem with that is if you are not used to doing about 80% of those goals already, it's going to be really hard for you to sustain that motivation and to keep on working on that level. Going from a zero to 100 is really hard when you don't have the habits built out, even to just consistently do 10%. So if you have any of those impressive sounding goals today, go ahead and cross them out. And what we are going to replace them with is effective goals. The question you want to ask yourself is, what is the least you can do to still be successful? What is something that you can do even on a bad day? So instead of committing to working out an hour every day, Can you commit to working out 10 minutes every day? And if you immediately think, oh, that's not as exciting, that's not as challenging, remember, what we want here is sustainability. 
What we want here is to get over the day of giving up. We want to be able to get through the rest of January and then keep on going. So starting out with 10 minutes every day for the rest of January, say, sounds, oh yeah, I can easily do that. And, you know, for you, that might be 15 minutes. If you are already used to working out for an entire hour, then, okay, it's sustainable for me to go an entire hour and not add anything else to it. That's my minimal level of accomplishment on this goal that I know I'm sustainably able to do. That's what we are looking for. But once you find that minimum level that is going to be allowing you to sustainably every day go back and do it and build your habits. And once you have that habit built, once you have been doing this for a couple of weeks, for a couple of months, then you can go ahead and raise the stakes. Then you can go from 10 minutes to 20 minutes. Then you can go from one mile to a mile and a half or two miles when you're running. And you will find that it's going to be much easier because you are building those habits. You are building that lifestyle. This is where that lifestyle change comes in. So if you were making this mistake with the impressive resolutions, very common, now you know what to do instead. And now here are some extra tips to make sure that you can really get through this flattening out period of the first two weeks of January and make sure that you are going to go on and stay strong this entire year in 2023. So as you go through setting your goals and as you go through working on your goals, I want you to check in with yourself and monitor your self-talk. Because really how you think about the actions that you need to take, how you think about yourself, how you think about your results is going to make or break your new goals. So if that negative self-talk comes up, if you find yourself not believing in yourself, if you find yourself judging yourself, if you find yourself comparing yourself to others, if you find yourself telling yourself that you are not worth it, I want you to catch it. I want you to remember that this is only negative self-talk. It doesn't necessarily have to be your fate. It doesn't have to be a life sentence. But you want to be aware of it and you want to be aware of what the source is. Your source might be that first four things that we went through. Your source might be many other things. This is why I find it important to come on here and to post about all of the negative and toxic messages that we get. The messages that we are supposed to think are actually motivational and encouraging and hashtag fitness that end up just eroding your relationship to yourself and to your body and to exercise and nutrition. If you have that negativity coming up, I would like to encourage you to hang around because addressing that negativity, that's why I started Shaped by Strength. That's what's important for me. That's the difference that I want to bring to this brand, to my type of training, to my type of mindset when it comes to fitness. Because it might not have just one source. It might have a lot of different sources. And I can't do all of them in one podcast episode. But I'm going to keep on continuing with this. So if you find yourself in there, feel free to come back from time to time. And I'm going to give you a little bit of an update, a little bit of a challenge to those negative thoughts. And we can go on and get you to your goals together. Extra tip number two is to plan for your challenges. Don't only see the positive things happening. Don't only see the big celebration at the end of the finish line when you get to your goals. 
but plan for your challenges and plan for real life happening. Look at your calendar and coordinate your goals with your calendar. Find the things that are going to make it harder for you to pay attention to yourself, that are going to be a break in your routine, that are going to require extra mental and physical energy from you. And this can be travel, this can be relatives visiting, this can be birthdays, this can be special holidays, anything like that. You don't want to be blindsided by these. You want to know that these are coming. So you are going to be planning ahead of time and you will know exactly what's happening. And you are not going to fall off of your schedule. You are going to know exactly what you need to do and you are going to adjust. That's how you create sustainability. Final two tips and the last one is really fun. But before we get there, listen to this. You want to make sure that the goals and the actions do not exist in a vacuum in your life. So you're going to want to find place in your schedule. With the previous example, if you're going to set that goal for 10 minutes of working out every day, where is that going to fit in your schedule? And how is it going to connect to the other parts of your life that is happening to you daily? Is that going to be the first 10 minutes after you wake up? If so, how does that fit into your morning currently? Do you actually have the time for this? Would this be around lunchtime? Does it fit your schedule better there? Or maybe it's the best if you do this in the evenings. I want you to try and place the actions that you are going to take for all of those habit building activities for all of the goals and look at how it affects the rest of your day if you need to move anything around and make sure that you are not thinking of these actions in a vacuum, that they are actually fitting into your day. And lastly, you want to stack those good habits with good energy. You want to make it fun, you want to make it enjoyable and this can be by creating a playlist with music that you really love by wearing your favorite outfit or by buying an outfit for working out that you really love. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It it can be something small. We want to create that positive association with you working for your goals. So find something that you can connect with joy. Find something that you can connect with fun. Find something that when you think about it, you are going to smile about it. And that is going to make it so much easier for you to keep on working on those goals. One more thing before you leave and soar on to goal setting and setting up your days is this exercise from the very last day of 2022. Writing an anti-resolution list of everything that you are letting go of and leaving behind. I want you to take a couple minutes and just think about all of the things that you are not taking with you into 2023 because now you will have your sustainable goals set up you are going to have your motivation set up you are going to have your joy set up so i also want you to be clear about the things that you are leaving behind these can be habits or feelings places or people and some of these might be harder to say goodbye to than others but it's important to take some time and you honor all of the emotions that come up with these and what it means for you to move forward without these. To take a couple of minutes to process through this and to find space for new beginnings. And to set the tone of what you would like to do with the mental and emotional space that is now freed up. 
I am very confident that with all of these tips in your back pocket, you are going to be setting yourself up for more success in 2023 and keep your progress going. Let me know if you enjoyed this podcast and come hang out with me. I am Shaped by Strength on social media, and you can also go to shapedbystrength.com to find all of my links, sign up to my newsletter, and to find out about my upcoming programs as well. My name is Anna, and I loved having you here listening to this podcast today. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and remember to be Shaped by Strength.